And we wanted to thank today's sponsors brought to you by Anchor.fm. Ladies and gentlemen, if you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. Let me explain. It's completely no charge. There's creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone, tablet, or computer. Anchor will also distribute your podcast for you, where it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, TuneIn Radio, Stitcher, and many more. Guys, it's everything you need to make a podcast. Honestly, it just takes for you to really get started. Go ahead and download the free Anchor app and go to anchor.fm and look forward to seeing you create your show. Yes. This is an Addicted to Success podcast. Welcome to the How to Be a Grown-Up podcast. My name is Eric Andrus, and this is my show. I'm an educator, a family man, a fitness lover, and a guy that's just dedicated to helping you live your best life. The goal of my podcast is to share inspiring stories from the most brilliant minds in education, world-class athletes, and influential individuals on the planet to help young people find out what makes great people great. So whether you're a student in my classroom, a scholar from around the country, or just someone who's a kid at heart, get ready for cutting-edge, non-run-of-the-mill content to help you be the best grown-up you can be. So without further ado, let's learn how to be a grown-up. Good morning, good afternoon, or good evening, ladies and gentlemen, whenever you are joining me. I am so glad that you're here. I'm so thankful that you and I can connect and commune on these higher ideas. And I'm so humbled and grateful that you would take the time out of your busy day and out of your busy schedule to listen. As always, my name is Eric Andrus, my powerful young men and women, and this is the How to Be a Grown-Up podcast, the show that I created for you, my young scholars, to help you remember and realize that you've got a birthright to be happy, to be healthy, and to live powerfully extraordinary lives. Today, guys, I have an awesome treat for you. Today, I got a chance to sit down with the man, the myth, the legend, Elliot Hulse. He is a YouTube sensation, having had his videos be seen by over th- hundreds of millions of people uh, online. He is a business strategist. He is a strength coach. He's a strongman competitor, and he's a devoted husband and dad. He is a person that we can all look to as an example of positive change in this world. But before we get into our conversation, I wanted to take a moment and tell you why I was so interested in having him on this podcast. Uh, I'm going to take a sip of my tea here real quick. I still have that sore throat I was talking about earlier this week. Ah, green tea. Awesome. Now, the thing, the reason that I was interested in having him on this podcast can be summed up by a quote from Joe Decina. He's the CEO and co-founder of the Spartan Race, this unbelievable obstacle race that pushes you to your very edge. And, and Joe wrote this, when you participate in purposeful suffering, your happiness level actually rises. It was not that long ago that I first came across uh, Mr. Hulse's work. Now, 
My health and empowerment journey has been going on for quite some time. But I'll be honest, I hadn't incorporated weightlifting into that track. For some reason, I still had this image of myself as someone that didn't fit in in that group, and I know that it's because of the archetypes that I developed for myself in high school. But I didn't believe that I deserved to be a part of that weight room. I didn't believe that I was the kind of man that could fit in there. As I started watching Elliot's videos, I became inspired. There's one in particular, and for, excuse my language, ladies and gentlemen, if you've got children in the car, but it, it was called Lift That Shit. It was the idea that when we place burdens upon ourselves, like the weights that we lift in the gym or the weight room, we learn to deal with the greater burdens in life. We learn to deal with heartbreak. We learn to deal with financial problems. We learn to deal with problems at work, problems with our kids. When we put ourselves through purposeful adversity, both intellectual, emotional, or physical, and we strengthen those muscles, we bring a better version of ourself to our everyday. It's the reason why I'm so obsessed with bettering who I am as a father so that when I go home at the end of the day and I spend time with my two boys, they're getting the best me that I can bring them. It's the reason why I'm so obsessed with learning how to be the best husband I can be so that when I go home at the end of the day and I spend time with my wife that I am truly present and she knows that she is the powerful queen in my life that she is. It's the reason why I'm so obsessed with becoming a better educator, why I'm so obsessed with becoming more physically fit, why I'm so obsessed with so many things because when we can put ourselves through that purposeful adversity that Elliot proposes, we suffer in the moment and we reap the rewards for a lifetime. So over the course of our conversation, I want you to think to yourself, I want you to ruminate on this idea. How often am I putting in the work that is necessary to bring my best self to my everyday? If you are, great. But I'd venture a guess that many of us that are listening to this, many of us that have my voice in your earbuds, many of us that are driving in the car right now, that are listening in a classroom, that are listening at home, you might not be putting 120% towards everything that you could be, towards everything that you need to be. So make that decision to make that shift today because you are worth it. You are a person of profound and powerful worth and you are worth that work. All right, ladies and gents, just a little bit of housekeeping here. Um, look, if you enjoy this podcast, share it with people. Look, this is a labor of love for me to bring to you guys. And I love being able to spread the powerful, positive messages of these wonderful interviewees. And I want more people to hear it. So tell your mom, tell your brother, tell your friend, tell your neighbor. Download the How to Be a Grown-Up podcast available on any podcast app. 
Uh, secondly, if you or someone you know is making a positive change in the lives of young people, I definitely want to hear from you. Uh, email me at howtobeagrownuppodcast at gmail.com. All right, guys, without further ado, let's talk to Elliot Hulse and learn how to be a grown-up. Hello, my wonderful young scholars. Today, I am extremely excited to welcome an idol of mine, Elliot Hulse, to the show. Elliot's a renaissance man that wears a lot of different hats. Firstly, you might be aware of Mr. Hulse via his powerful YouTube presence. A pioneer on the viral site, his videos discussing and dissecting cutting-edge techniques to empower yourself physically, emotionally, and mentally have been viewed by hundreds of millions of people the world over. Elliot's also a wildly successful entrepreneur. Finding notoriety in the fitness world as a successful strongman competitor, he soon started his fitness center strength camp and his holistic retreats grounding camp. He's also an influential author, having penned the incredible book, King, The Four-Layer Approach to Becoming the Strongest Version of Yourself, a meticulously researched and beautifully penned tome dedicated to helping his readers find their peak state in their physical, emotional, and mental arenas. Look, Elliot is so many things. In addition to what I've already mentioned, he's also a dynamic speaker and a dedicated and a loving father and husband. He's a walking testament to what it means to be an agent for positive, healthful, holistic change in this world. And it is my humble honor and privilege to welcome him to the show today. Elliot, thank you from the bottom of my heart for joining me and my students today. (laughs) Thank you, Eric. That was the best introduction I've ever gotten. I travel with you. My man, the privilege is mine. But it leads me nicely into my first question here. For so many of the young people in my class that might be listening to this show that are between about 14 and 19, if I was one of them, I'd hear all your credits, all the amazing things that you are doing, and I might say, wow, Elliot is up to a lot. It's hard to pin him down. So when you're out and about and you're meeting someone new at a party and they say, Elliot, what do you do for a living? How exactly do you define what you do in your everyday? Oh, if I had to just encapsulate it into a single phrase, it is I work to be the strongest version of myself and I empower others. Yeah, that's really it. I mean, I do it through a multiple different channels, different ways, but I think that's really what we're all up to, right? What else are we up to besides trying to be our best selves, right? Getting the most out of life, getting the most out of what we're capable of and at the same time recognizing that life is best served through experiences and relationships with others so yeah absolutely Uh, and powerfully put you know i'd love to backtrack just a little bit here one of the things that i love to give to my young scholars that listen to this show is the superhero origin stories if you will of amazing inspiring compassionate awesome people like yourself So if you wouldn't mind, I'd love to back up and know one of the things that I think is so incredible about you and differentiates you from a lot of other strength coaches that are online is that you bring a holistic element into the teachings that you share with the world. I'd love to know, were you always interested in like the writings of Osho or was that something that came a little bit later? 
Man, I got to tell you, uh, after hearing about what you're doing in the class with your students here, I immediately thought of myself as 14 years old. Yeah. And uh, I, was, I was getting arrested at 14 years old. Wow. I was fighting and I, I was robbing people. Yeah. <laughs> you know, that beautiful testament you gave to me uh, betrays the shadow that's behind all of it all. You know, I came from a, from a place where I was making some bad decisions. Sure. And uh, it was around that time. Actually, it was exactly at that time, 14 years old, when I first got arrested for robbing somebody in, a, in front of a 7-Eleven, me and a bunch of other kids. We just thought it would be fun to do. I don't know. I guess we were watching too many rap videos or something. <laughs> uh, it, was a, it was about that time that my uncle came into my life, uh, came back into my life, and he was a bodybuilder. And uh, I got grounded you know my, my parents decided it was not a good idea for me to be roaming the streets robbing people so my dad <laughs> basically locked me in the basement but uh down in that basement my uncle would come literally in the basement my dad locked me in the basement <laughs> in the basement was where there was a weight set that uh, my dad had bought years ago and my uncle started coming over and meeting me down there and showing me how to lift weights yeah. and when i started at 14 years old started lifting weights and recognizing that Man, uh, with a little bit of effort, I could actually achieve something. I was I was gaining muscle, I was getting stronger, and it was and I got addicted to it. And uh, that was my first experience with personal development. You know, we think of personal development in terms of you know reading more books and going to more seminars or you know things like that, something you know weird and abstract. But it was very concrete for me that I'm developing my person. Here's here's ten more pounds of muscle that I didn't have one year ago. You know what yeah. I'm saying? And with that, interestingly enough, my life started getting on track. I started lifting weights, but then because of the discipline that was associated with eating and tracking my workouts and, and being committed to going to the gym, I started doing better in school. Yeah. And, uh, and I wanted to know, I wanted more. I, I was like, wow. So I started with weightlifting. I'm doing well in school. What else can I do to support this whole this growth thing that's going on and, and because it was just spilling over into other areas of my life. So my uncle also taught me meditation at that time. You know, mm -hmm. it's like if you're, he explained to me, he was a martial artist also, black belt in Kung Fu. And he explained to me that, uh, you know, one part of it is, is developing your body and you're doing a great job at that. You're building some muscle, you're getting stronger. But the other end, which you're starting to get a glimpse of is how your mind evolves as a, as a byproduct of this. And one way to, facilitate that process would be to do this simple meditation that he taught me to do every day. So it's been holistic right from the beginning. You yeah. know, when I can use that term holistic, it's a matter of realizing how one lever uh, affects many. You, know, you do one thing in your life and then it all of a sudden starts to spill over into other things. That is powerfully put. And ladies and gentlemen listening right now, I want to highlight something that Elliot just said. Understand that your past does not have to dictate your destiny. I'm going to say that again, folks. Your past doesn't have to dictate your destiny. By the mere fact that you are a breathing, living human being with a beating heart in your chest, that means that you are a person of worth. We've all had burdens on our shoulders, we've all experienced heartbreak and obstacles and friction. But the fact that you woke up this morning means that there's new possibilities, means that there's a new potential for success right in front of you.
Take that and understand that the inherent skills and passions and talents that lie within you are something that the world needs. So don't squander them, fight for them. So thanks for highlighting that, Elliot. It's something that I feel like my, my students really need to hear and understand. Yeah, I mean, it, it, the fact is that I can totally relate to where most, I think that's why I attract so many young men to my videos, because I, yeah. I get it. I get how challenging it is to, to blend in or to fit in with what society expects of us, especially at this time. Between 14 and 19 years old, we're just becoming men, we're, and, and we don't have too many role models. We don't have too many, uh, an instruction manual or too many uh, examples of what that looks like. And we sure as hell don't want to repeat the ex experiences or the mistakes of our parents. Yeah. So where can we look? And I think uh, the fact that I've made a ton of mistakes makes what I have to say a little bit more relevant maybe or, uh, or approachable. Absolutely. Absolutely. You know, I'd love to know on that note, because I like to leave my students with some actionable information that they can take and move forward with uh, at the end of each podcast. For many of my young men in particular that have a lot of internal and external violence in their lives, a lot of mistakes, a lot of challenges in, the, in their past and in their present, I'd love to know, in your opinion, as they start their journey towards self-empowerment, what would be one of the first steps that you might suggest that they take? Should they begin by developing their physical strength as you did, or maybe start with books, or a combination of both? Well, really, you got to start with what makes sense for you. But what I can say with conviction is that every young man around the age of 14 to 19, man, that's when you start feeling your inner warrior come up. Yeah. And the warrior is always emphasized by the body, getting the body involved. We can't really develop our minds if we're sitting around and we're playing video games. Of course, school all day long, you're sitting around, you're listening. Man, there's no way to get the energy up. There's no way to really exercise that warrior character that is normal and natural to be building at the time. If you play sports, that's great. But, you know, sports may be not all year long. You know, yeah. You do during the off-season and stuff. So between that age, you should be playing sports. That's really where it's at. But if not, get involved physically somehow. Either start going to the gym like I did. I was really able to find myself through football and weightlifting. Yeah. Uh, but that's not everybody's cup of tea. But moving is. You will evolve mentally, spiritually, socially if you get your body involved. If you're moving your body, strengthening your body, breathing deeper. It might sound uh, you know, way off for some of you to maybe even take some dancing classes. Or, you know, your hip-hop dancing class. I have a friend who runs a hip-hop dancing school. For sure. And it's fun as hell. And, like, a lot of kids, their bodies are still energetic. You've got a lot of uh, flexibility. Go take some hip-hop dancing classes. Or one of my cousins, he break dances. He's a b-boy. Yeah. So him and his friends, he does martial arts. And then on the weekends, he's b-boying. Uh Yoga, you know, I'm doing more yoga now than I've ever done in my entire life. So maybe that's something you do later on. But there are a lot of acrobatic movements in yoga, body weight calisthenics. I have friends that are called the Bar Stars. If you check them out on YouTube, they live, they're in New York City and they go to city parks all over the world and work out just their body weight, just their bodies on monkey bars and 
and swing sets and stuff. They just do workouts outdoors in the playground. So anything that you can do, running, running is like meditation and it's easy to do. You don't need a gym membership. You don't need a lot of equipment. You don't need any skill. You just need a pair of shoes, your headphones to listen to something that, that empowers you and just go for a run. But you have to, you cannot separate your body from this process. Get involved physically, do some exercise, start off slow. If you're really out of shape, if you're really overweight, if you've never done this before, start with just walking. Yeah. But that's where I would put the emphasis on getting your body involved. Absolutely. And, and understand, ladies and gentlemen, that as Elliot said, if you've never experienced feeling, vital feeling in your body in a positive way, small steps. Because small successes built on small successes lead to the big accomplishments like feeling physically fit. And that is the foundation of faith in ourself. So uh, just real quick here before I ask you my final question. One of the things that I like to teach my young men and, and young women in my class that it's, it's very important to be grateful and vulnerable with the people around you. So at this time, I just wanted to take a minute and acknowledge you and say from the bottom of my heart, thank you for who you are and for what you do. I use so much of the work that you have put out there in my classroom on a daily basis. I've built the weightlifting schedule in our school around what your book, uh, presents as the the best possible situation and on top of that as well you've inspired me to bring my best self as a husband and as a father to my two sons so for the gifts that you've given me for the gifts that you've given my students and for the gifts that you've given so many people the world over i just want to offer you a humble thank you yeah my pleasure eric and thank you for the incredible work you're doing man i could hear the passion in your voice brother you're doing your work. You're following your path. My man, thank you so much, and I receive that. Uh, my last question for you is this. Like I said before we started recording, the reason that I started this show was to give kids the things that I feel like our schools just aren't teaching them. Yeah, I think health and science and econ are all important things that help us to live efficiently, but I think grit and resilience and self love and elimination of doubt are the things that help us to live deeply. And so I decided to call the show How to Be a Grown-Up. So I'd love to know, in your opinion, Elliot, what does being a grown-up mean to you? Man, it's funny that you say that. I was thinking about this uh, just today. Uh, last night, I took a picture of myself with my, my huge mohawk. And I put it on Instagram. Yeah, it's been grown for a couple months now. It's, it's a cool real, picture. Real puffy. Yeah, thanks. I look like a, a warrior, which I am at heart. Yeah. And, uh, and I asked myself, what would 17-year-old Elliot think about 37-year-old Elliot? And I was like, fist bump, thumbs up. This guy, he, he, I'd be proud. If I was 17 yeah. years old, I'd be like, hell yeah. Because... I'm following through with what I intended, what I really believe, what was in my heart. I didn't sell out, you know. School is going to put you in a place and give you these ambitions that may not be al aligned with your truth, with your heart. And uh, and as an adult, as a grown-up, I think the most important thing for us to do when looking back is ask ourselves, would 17-year-old me, would 27-year-old me, would 7-year-old me be proud of the grown-up version of me? And as a 17-year-old or a 14-year-old, think in terms, if you're thinking long-term, think in terms of living a life that when you 
look back 20 years from now, would you be proud of yourself, right? When you have to make those decisions about going to college or getting a job or the type of woman that you want to be with or you know how you're going to spend your life, remember that you're going to have to at some point or inviting you at some point to look back and, uh, and, and ask your younger self, would you approve of this? And, uh, and I think that's how we keep it all connected, right? I don't feel that becoming an adult needs to be disconnected from our youthfulness at all. I, I'm just as youthful as I was when I was 17. So <laughs> maintain that as you guys are, as are, as you're growing, as you're evolving, as you're making decisions, don't disconnect from your youthfulness. Don't disconnect from your truth, maintain it, carry it with you so that you're proud of yourself. Absolutely. And powerfully put, uh, Elliot, I'm going to wrap up here real quick, but if you wouldn't mind hanging out for 30 more seconds. Sure. Awesome. Ladies and gentlemen, this has been another powerful, awesome, actionable, information-filled conversation here on How to Be a Grown-Up Podcast. Stick around, folks, because I've got some takeaways for you. What an amazing conversation with a powerful agent for change in this world. All right, here's my takeaway, ladies and gentlemen. You have it within yourself to develop a strength that you've never seen before. You are a powerful being of worth. Develop your physical vitality and your mental toughness, and there's no telling how far you can go. All right, guys, I've been Eric Andrus. You've been awesome. This has been the How to Be a Grown-Up podcast. And until later this week, don't you dare forget, you've got a birthright to be happy, to be healthy, and to live an absolutely extraordinary life. You are seen, you are heard, and you are loved. All right, I'm out.